0: Good afternoon, this is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise, where we talk about stuff like embedded and industrial and IoT and security and all that good stuff. I am here for this week's five minutes with discussions. This week, my guest is Alan Grau. He is the Vice President of IoT for Embedded for Solutions for Sectigo. Good afternoon, Alan. How are you? I'm doing well, Rich. Uh, First and foremost, I thought you worked for Icon Labs. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, so in May, Icon Labs was acquired by Sectigo. And so now we are uh, part of Sectigo and continuing
0: on really the same mission, but just inside a little bit larger organization. Oh, well, that's cool. Okay, so that means we're going to have a similar conversation. Um, So let's get right into this. Let's talk about – some of the things that embedded developers can do to protect their uh internet of things and connected products in the field um what are some of the things that they need to be concerned about?
1: Well, in many ways, an embedded device is really no different from a from a cyber point of view at least from a traditional desktop or server. It's many of the same types of threats. You have to be worried about protecting the data on the device, the data in transit, making sure that you're protected from cyber attacks. Obviously, the way we do that is a little bit different because we can't run those same software programs that would run on those big iron environments or a laptop even in an embedded device. But three specific things are secure boot, just having the software to ensure that the device is running authentic firmware, having strong, having a hardware-based secure key storage. So when you're doing authentication, you've got a hardware module to protect those private keys. And then the other one is is just using certificate-based authentication. So when you're doing TLS that you've got mutual authentication based on a PKI infrastructure that allows really cryptographically strong authentication.
0: Okay, but what about the, um, when we're talking about end nodes that aren't as sophisticated as some of the devices that, that you're referring to? Because as you know, in the IoT, every end node is a potential point of being hacked.
1: Absolutely. And really what ICON Lab's mission was all about was building software solutions for security that were very scalable. As I said, the attacks and the threats are very similar, but the solutions are different. So we've built very scalable solutions for these devices. And in some cases, that means maybe you're not running TLS. Maybe you're running something like DTLS or Custom Protocol. Uh, So some of the the techniques may change. Um, The types of security elements you may use may change. But really, it's the same threat, so providing a, a scalable solution that will work in these limited resources devices um, is really critical. But um, but ensuring that security is built in by design early in the process is still critical.
0: Okay, so you say early in the process, and that's usually um, an issue because early in the process is, is defined at, at a different point by different people. Um, in a perfect world, it should be right at the very beginning. But we know that that's not all, always the case. So, what is the right way to do that? I mean, if if you don't design it in from from day one, are you at a lock, or is is there a way to do it? No, those are many of the trade offs that you know I spend a lot of time talking to folks
1: about. And you're right. In a perfect world, when you're developing requirements and specifications you would include requirements for security, and then you can look at your hardware design with that in mind and build from the ground up um, and make those appropriate choices. But it's important to be pragmatic. You know, If you've got a legacy device that's in the field and you're going to continue to update that for the next four or five years, you can still add security features to that legacy device, and it's important to do so. So there's no one-size-fits-all or perfect solution. It's really just a matter of taking a look at the place that you're at and designing a pragmatic approach for your specific situation.
0: Okay. Are there some specific rules of thumb that people should be aware of?
1: Well, I think there's a number of best practices. Um, and, you know, and some of those are doing things like hardware-based secure key storage. But if that's not available, if that's not an option, you know, there are software-based mechanisms that can be used. But ensuring you know the integrity and protection of your private keys is a critical requirement. Having some sort of code signing solution that allows you know, secure Boot and validation of the code running on the devices is another. Um, and again, there's you know, strong authentication is another one that I'm a big believer in, and that's part of why we're now part of Sectigo, as uh, they've got very strong identity solutions. But again, it's really just a matter of you know, looking at those best pra- practices and seeing what will work pragmatically in a given solution or situation. Excellent.
0: That's great. Uh... We could certainly talk about this forever, but um, this this is called Five Minutes With, and we are at five minutes, so we're going to stop here. Um, That was Alan Grau. He is the Vice President of IoT for Sectigo. I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Thank you, Alan. Have a great day. Great. Thanks, Rich.